0: Welcome to Ew, That's Creepy Podcast. Melissa is riding solo this week to talk about another crazy TikTok crime. This episode will discuss the 2020 murder of William Durham Sr., also known as the Nasty Neighbor case. A video posted on TikTok with over 3 million views was the spark to this tragic crime. Please be aware that this episode will discuss assault and murder. Listener discretion is advised. (laughs) What's up, creepy cats? Welcome to... Ew, that's creepy podcast. It's just Melissa here today. I'm going to be doing a solo episode. Jackie is currently in a very busy time in her life. She is going through a big move. So I want to just keep the podcast going and um, do a solo episode. So Jackie, you are here in spirit. Miss you so much. Last week, we talked about some dangerous TikTok trends and challenges. That was a popular episode, so I wanted to keep it going and talk about TikTok again. Today, we are going to be talking about, unfortunately, a criminal case that happened because of TikTok and not because of a trend or challenge. This case did not get enough attention in my opinion maybe it's one of those things that it did have more attention when it happened in 2020 but I have never heard of this and I was just pretty surprised I had never seen the videos related to this or anything either so if you guys have heard of this definitely let me know this case that I'm going to be talking about today is the case of Zachary Latham He would be the perpetrator in this case, but it did involve a couple different individuals. It's also sometimes referred to as the Nasty Neighbor case. The trial for this case was featured on TV, I believe through Court TV. So if you're interested, you can get a lot of video footage from Court TV. Like I said, this case centers around a young man named Zachary Latham. It took place in 2020. Zachary was just 18 at the time of the incident. He's living in Vineland, Vinland, New Jersey, with his wife, Sarah Latham, and his grandparents. In the Court TV article that I read, it did say that Zachary was emancipated at age 16. I'm not sure the exact reason, It's not really anyone's business, I suppose, but of course we want to know. Zachary, like many others, started posting on TikTok when the app debuted globally in 2018. Zachary had a few nice vehicles, so his TikTok account consisted of many car vehicles. He would rev the engine, show some of the features, and of course, speed off into his neighborhood. Some videos even showed him going 100 miles per hour on residential streets. By 2020, Zachary had accumulated over 40,000 followers on TikTok who enjoyed his videos and seeing his cars. However, unsurprisingly, Zachary's need to constantly take videos of him revving the engine and flooring it down the streets of New Jersey started some conflicts with his neighbors. I think we can all think of a person who really loves vehicles and loves their cars. I think we all can think of that person who revs the engine and just floors it down the street every time they leave. It can be very irritating, though, to some neighbors. Especially if you have children, it could be worrisome seeing someone fly down the street every time they leave. One family who Zach consistently had problems with was a family called the Durham's who lived on his street. They constantly asked Zach to slow down in the neighborhood. Obviously, he was driving very fast in a residential area. It was said in the BuzzFeed video that I watched, and I will link below, that Zach did on one occasion go apologize to the Durhams. He went to their house and just apologized for his behavior and driving the cars around so fast all of the time. However, the Durham family said that that apology meant nothing because Zach didn't change after that. He didn't stop his behavior. So the apology was kind of meaningless at that point. Things really started to escalate between Zachary Latham and the Durham family in April of 2020. The fuel to this whole fire was that on April 6th, Catherine Tiffany Durham confronted Zachary over his speeding So she was the mother of the Durham family. So it was Catherine who went by Tiffany, her husband, William, and then they had two sons, one also named William, the other named Gage. So Tiffany confronted Zachary over his speeding down the street. During the exchange, Zachary took out his phone and started to record what would turn into another TikTok video. In the video, Zachary is sitting in his car filming Tiffany as she, she's not yelling at him, but she is being a little sassy and she does have a right to be. It's been, I'm sure, weeks of him doing this, revving and flooring it down the street. So she's just a little upset. But Zachary, when he's filming her, calls her a Karen. If you don't remember, I'm sure everyone knows Calling someone a Karen was an insult made popular around this time, mostly aimed at white women who were flipping out over some small inconvenience. It also was typically for, it could be for racist white women and things like that. I'm sure we all remember. Zachary and Tiffany argued for a short time. Zachary recorded it, said she was a Karen, and then he just drove off. After the argument on the street, Zachary did go home and upload the video of Tiffany onto his TikTok page. In the height of the Karen trend on social media, the video received over 3 million views in just a couple of days. The popularity of this video really set things into motion on both sides. For Zach, his comments were flooded with hate for Tiffany and the Durham family. Recommendations on how to handle her in the comments. People advising Zachary to slash her tires. People were just saying, get her, things like that. You know how hateful people can be, and especially during that whole Karen trend, people were really taking things to another extent. Zachary would engage with his followers as well and the commenters. So he's having this feeling of being justified, that all of his behavior is justified. It's the Durhams who are really freaking out over nothing. So tension is clearly rising. It was also reported by the Durhams that a few days after the TikTok video was posted, Zachary drove by the Durham house where Tiffany and her husband, William, who went by Timmy, were outside. Zach rolled down his window and yelled out, hey, Karen, we went viral. So following the popularity of the TikTok video, tensions, of course, are continuing to rise. The Durhams now are getting pretty frustrated with this situation, understandably, It was reported by Zachary later that William, a.k.a. Billy Durham, the 21-year-old son, at one point had pulled Zachary out of his vehicle to confront him. Billy Durham, I believe, did admit to this, but he said that he verbally confronted Zachary over the fact that the family's home address was now going viral, and everyone on TikTok and on the internet can see it, so the Durhams do have good reason to be upset. Tensions continue to escalate, as they usually do. If anyone has watched the show Fear Thy Neighbor on Investigation Discovery, you know that once confrontations between families and neighbors start, it's really hard to nip it in the bud without physical altercations, or or further fighting. This case reminded me so much of Fear Thy Neighbor. Maybe they'll make an episode on it. Anyway, so just a short time after the incident between Billy and Zachary, the Durham's claimed that Zachary swerved his truck in the direction of their teenage son named Gage, Gage was 17, and he was riding his bicycle home, and I, the Durham's believe that Zach came up behind him and swerved in the direction of Gage and his bicycle. Zach claimed that he just honked the horn to scare Gage, but the family says that Gage saw Zach swerve the vehicle in his direction, and he wouldn't make that up. And I will say in their defense, why, if you are the one who posted the TikTok and you are the one who basically had the Durham family's location posted online, why are you trying to swerve or even, even honk at their teenage son? I think it's just because Zach, Zachary's so young, he's very immature and I believe he felt invincible in this situation. Feeling frustrated by this teenager causing so much stress to the family, William Durham Sr. blocked one of Zach's trucks so that they could have a conversation. Tiffany this time started to record Zachary, and they basically were arguing over his behavior like usual. I couldn't find this video because Zachary's videos were posted to TikTok and I think the Durham family were just taking videos for evidence, but apparently things got so heated that Zachary threw an elbow towards Tiffany's head, which knocked her ground to the phone and gave her a black eye. Zachary then sped off in his vehicle. Tiffany would later say that Zachary also hit her in the chest and backhanded her as well. I'm not sure if she meant during this incident or on another occasion, but either way. So after Zachary physically assaulted Tiffany, it was said that the entire Durham family went to Zachary's home. When they say the entire family, I'm not sure if they mean Tiffany as well, because in other articles that I read, it was just the men, it was just William Sr., Billy, and Gage. But either way, at least those three, William Sr., Billy, and Gage, decided that enough was enough, and they were going to walk over to Zachary Latham's house and confront him over everything that had been going on. When the Durham's went over to Zachary Latham's house, Zachary and his wife, Sarah, saw them approaching. And Sarah, of course, pulls out her phone and begins to record the conversation. Sarah and Zachary are threatening the Durham's, telling them, Sarah said, if you don't stop what you're doing, things are going to get bad or something along those lines. And in the video, you can clearly hear Zachary and Sarah telling the Durham's to get off their property. However, things escalated pretty quickly because the Durham's did not know that Zachary was holding a stun gun and a kitchen knife. As they began yelling at each other, Zachary started waving the kitchen knife in the direction of the Durhams, whose hands were outstretched and clearly weren't holding any weapons of their own. William Durham Sr. started to confront Zachary more, obviously because his children now are being threatened at knife point. I do believe that William Durham Sr. initiated a physical confrontation. He tried to grab Zachary in some way. And when he did, Zachary slashed at William's arm with the knife. After doing so... Now, I'm not sure the articles... It is a little hard to follow the timeline. I'm not sure if Zachary had slashed William prior to him going into his garage or after but Zachary did retreat to his garage which was close to the front door I believe he was going to try and leave the house in one of his vehicles but both Zachary and Sarah went into the garage William Durham Sr. and his sons followed Zachary and the confrontation continued The stun gun was fired from a very short distance away, but it must not have subdued William to the extent that Zachary thought because he did get up and move towards Zachary or try and throw a punch. It's hard to say because it happened very fast and, of course, every fight is he said, she said, but... What is clear is that William Durham Sr. unfortunately was stabbed three times in the altercation. One of the stab wounds under William's armpit punctured one of his lungs. In the video, because Sarah was still recording, she's kind of just saying, babe, stop, things like that, you know. Just shocked, but I don't believe that the entire altercation was clearly on video. She was recording, but obviously because she was shocked, the camera was moving around pretty fast. But it was clear that William Durham Sr. approached Zachary, and Zachary had stabbed him. When paramedics and ambulances arrived... I believe William had already passed from his injuries. He was reported deceased around 9 p.m. on May 4th of 2020. Now, I want to mention that there were a few different calls made to police about the incident from neighbors, from the Durham's, and from Zachary. In Zachary's 911 call... He claims that he was assaulted and jumped by a large group of people. The article that I will link from Court TV posted a small snippet of what Zachary had told 911 dispatchers. Quote, They came on my property with guns, and then when I fought them off, they drove away. My windpipe was crushed in, and I got stomped and kicked by like 10 people there's blood all over me. I believe in open cut. There's blood all over the garage. They came and they had guns and they were going to kill us. They attacked all of us. End quote. Whosever side you're on in this case, I still think it's very odd to me that Zachary is already trying to create the story for himself of Just that he's the victim and that 10 people came into the garage and jumped him, but he was strong enough to fight them off. And it's just a little frustrating because clearly things happened from the Durham family that were not okay. But at the same time, is there consequences for lying to police dispatch? You can't say that you were confused because of the moment or anything like that, when you're saying 10 people choked me out and my windpipe is crushed in. When Zachary was taken to the hospital later, he just had small lacerations on his body and potentially a concussion. So no crushed windpipe or anything. I just wanted to throw that in there because I thought that was so strange the way he phrased everything. So, Zachary Latham was charged with reckless manslaughter for the murder of William Durham, Sr. However, he was not required to wait in jail for his trial, so he ended up relocating to Florida following the murder. As if things didn't hurt enough for the Durham family, Tiffany and her two sons were all charged with trespassing. The sons, Billy and Gage, were also charged with aggravated assault. And whether you think it's justified that they were charged or not, they did trespass in a way by going to someone's doorstep when they were told to leave. It's just really, I couldn't imagine how hard that would be trying to mourn the loss of a husband and a father, and at the same time trying to figure out legally, you're taking Zachary Latham to court, but now you also have these charges. My heart just really went out to them. Shortly after the murder, in June of 2020, the Durham family and their lawyers made public statements that Sarah Latham had recorded the entire incident in hopes to post it on TikTok. So basically, the Durham family was claiming that Zachary Latham and Sarah baited the family into the altercation. It is true that Zachary was the one who had weapons on him at the time. Sarah stood there recording on her phone. Attorneys point out that they could have shut the door and called the police. They could have closed the garage door or not went outside into the garage, but they didn't. So the Durham family believes that they were baited into this altercation. And so Zachary's charges should be first degree murder because it's premeditated the attorney also provided multiple screenshots of Zachary before and after the murder, discussing the Durham family online. He did provide their full address online and also responded to questions about the murder. Just bad taste. Even if you didn't do anything, even, even if it was a situation where 10 people came in and jumped you, this is an ongoing trial, an active investigation. Stop discussing it online. There also was a TikTok video apparently that was deleted where Zachary held up a gun and the caption was something along the lines of how to deal with neighbors. I never saw this because the article said it was deleted by Zachary, but people claim it was out there at one point. This did at least cause some back and forth between Zachary, the judge and the attorneys, because before the trial fully started, there was discussion of Zachary being on TikTok, making these comments about the trial. And so I do think there was a motion that was granted, which basically said that Zachary needed to stay off TikTok and stop commenting about the trial. But the Durham's attorneys argued that Zachary just created another TikTok account, and so he wasn't stopping. He just was under a different account. So in 2021, before the trial starts, because the trial took place in 2023, but in 2021, Zachary Latham was involved in another incident involving violence and vehicles This was in Florida because, like I said, he relocated there after the murder. A 17-year-old in Fort Myers, Florida, called police saying that another driver had tried to ram their vehicle multiple times with their truck and even pulled out an AK-47 rifle to threaten them. Police tracked down the license plate to Zachary Latham And they charged him with two counts of aggravated assault. It was determined that the AK-47 in question was a pellet gun. But of course, that doesn't matter when you use it to threaten someone's life on the pretense that it's a real weapon. So now let's discuss the updates as of 2023. In March of 2023, it was announced that this is pretty crazy. They, of course, like I said, they went to trial in 2023. It was all pretty much back and forth between the Durham's and Zachary Latham, everything that led up to that point. And when Tiffany Durham was on the stand, she actually found out while on the stand that all of the trespassing charges against the Durham family were dropped in 2021, but no one had told her. Apparently, her defense attorneys didn't tell her and she didn't find out until she was being cross-examined on the stand. Which again, how does that happen? I just feel so bad for the Durham family. Just this spiral of things. And they probably were stressing for years about those charges that were dropped and they didn't even find out. Ugh. But on April 13th of 2023, the jury came to their final decision in this case. Zachary Latham was found not guilty on all charges. I believe that the jurors just could not get past the fact that William Durham went into Zachary Latham's garage when he knew that Zachary was armed and when Zachary and Sarah had said on multiple times to get off of their property. You have to admit whether no matter what side you're on, you have to admit that that is wrong you can't in any circumstance follow someone onto their property when they're telling you not to. And in many states, clearly New Jersey being one of them, it is believed by the public that if you trespass onto someone's property, that person has the right to defend themselves, no matter what has happened prior between the two individuals. And I think that the jury also looked at it like, William knew what he was going to be getting into when he went in that garage, but he still made that choice. On the other hand, it's hard for me personally to think that Zachary Latham does not deserve any time behind bars. I'm not certain what is going to happen with his assault charges in Florida. I mean, he's going to be charged with that. But I think that They needed to wait for this trial to happen first. So stay tuned for those charges if you're interested. But it is pretty frustrating. I feel like Zachary Latham did bait the Durham family on multiple occasions. Maybe if you don't believe specifically in that instance on that day, maybe. But he did bait the Durham family with driving up on them saying, calling Tiffany a Karen, saying they went viral. He posted their names online, apparently insulted Tiffany, almost assaulted Gage. It's just like, when does it end? When are there consequences for your behavior and what you post publicly online about someone else? But unfortunately, that is where this case ends. I really want to know your thoughts and opinions on this. I feel like this case is could be pretty 50-50 because it's easy to see both sides. It is true that Zachary does have the right to defend himself, but it's hard to not feel for William Durham Sr., who was trying to protect his family and just trying to take action that would help them in the future. So I think it's really sad because... I'm sure Zachary felt the need to protect himself and Sarah, but William felt the need to protect his family as well, and it just really goes to show you the power of posting a video online. If Zachary Latham never had posted that TikTok video, I really don't think that this would have happened. And of course, the constant comments and having people in your ear saying you were justified These people are on the internet. That doesn't mean that their opinions should have any weight to them or anything like that. So it's just a crazy case. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think that William Durham Sr. was right to protect his family and follow Zachary into the garage? Do you think that Zachary was right for protecting himself and he didn't bait them? Let me know. And, of course, my deepest condolences go out to the Durham family. I couldn't even imagine the frustration and anger that they feel knowing they lost a father. And for the sons who had to be there for the whole altercation, my heart just really goes out to this whole family, and I hope that they can heal and get the peace that they deserve. That is the case of Zachary Latham aka the nasty neighbor case. Let me know what you guys think of it. I hope that everyone enjoyed it. Let me know if you want more TikTok episodes or social media themed episodes. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of Ew, That's Creepy Podcast. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast. Or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.